Welcome to Elixir Outlaws, the hallway track of the Elixir community. Nice t-shirt, Keithley. Thanks. What is your t-shirt? It's a, my t-shirt is from Strange Loop. Uh, one year, Carbon oh, 5 yeah. made custom shirts for Strange Loop. Oh, yeah, that's nice. the year I went to Strange Loop. That that's was a good fun. year. That was a good year at Strange Loop. That was super fun. It's a big C5 crew that year. It's back in person this year. Oh, yeah? I'm trying to, Are you going? I'm trying to debate. I don't know. I didn't get a ticket yet, so it's probably already sold out. I don't yeah. know. It's, yeah. I think it's already sold out. I do love Strange Loop. It was, yeah, I, I have always really enjoyed that that conference. I am not going this year. I didn't buy a, a ticket. I didn't either. Reentry's hard, y'all. It was totally hard. <laughs> like, yeah. And then there's like Delta variants and blah, blah, blah. It's like, I don't even know. We don't need to talk about this, but it's just, yeah, reentry is hard. Suffice to say, reentry is hard. We have an in person Elixir meetup tonight. We had one recently too, but it was like outdoor at a park, everybody standing far apart mm-hmm. talking. So we're we're actually going to do it at my office today. So that'll be nice. That's fun. It's a it, it's a good entry level reentry. Yeah, I could yeah. not imagine like strange loop level being no. like my first oh, outing. No. Yeah, that would no. be crazy. Yeah, I, I might implode a little bit. Yeah, no. <laughs> as extroverted as I am, um, I ain't about that. This no. whole living at home has made me a little more introverted and um, for everybody who's introverted out there, I now understand you a little better Aww. and I'm so sorry. <laughs> about <laughs> like, what? I'm about so how sorry the world is? About how I have... I probably stress people who are very introverted out. You stress me out. Because I'm like, Because you're introverted, Come here. Yeah, highly. (laughs) Highly Uh introverted. No, no. Uh My actual persona is not what what is on display in front of you today. My actual persona is highly introverted. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I did not know that about you. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, highly, highly introverted. Um, I... It's the, it's the, I don't know, it, assuming we're using the definition of introverted that I think people tend to like, which is the one where it's like, where do you feel most recharged? It's like, not by being around people, 100%. That is draining. I got to like gear up for that. Yeah. That's fair. No, so I'm 100% fair. the opposite. Yeah. See, you're weird. Yeah. He's just you're the extroverted. What? I, I, <laughs> I do need to be alone once in a while. Like... To, to be clear, I need to be alone once in a while. I, I need to be alone with my thoughts. I need to walk away from people. But if I really want to get motivated and really like want to get mm-hmm. excited, I'd go be around a lot of people. I went out with drinks uh, with friends. You went out with I, drinks? I went out for drinks. <laughs> there happened to be friends around. Friends. <laughs> uh, I went out with my drinks the other night. <laughs> As you do. As you uh, do. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I went out four drinks with some friends the other night, which was just, and it was just very different. It was like, we're all, we're all just all, I mean, it's just weird, right? Like, it's like you spent a year not seeing human beings in the flesh. And then you are now at a, you know, at at a restaurant or a bar or whatever. And, you know, you're, I don't know. It's just, it's just different. Yeah. Like the no mask thing is different. Like all of it. It's just weird. It is weird. It's weird. It's it is weird. weird. And we're all, you know, vaxxed and, and got our, you know, all that sort of stuff and like have been for a long while. So it's all like, you know, we're none of us are being 
I mean, any more or less risky than anything else, right? Mm-hmm. This is true. It is. It's. It doesn't feel that way in your head. Well, and it's also like head. a little bit unclear with like the latest stuff going out around with like 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 SF for example basically has herd immunity, right? Like mm-hmm. I think a, over eighty percent of the people have at least one shot. Mm-hmm. But some of the people I follow on Twitter, like this guy who's chair of medicine at UCSF, was saying like he's now thinking about starting to mask indoors again just because oh, the, the Delta, Delta variant, the, the stuff. Delta variant stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, is it that bad? I, bad? I haven't heard a lot it's about bad. it. I've heard it's a really little contagious, bit. like it's like really way contagious. more contagious. If and you can like, believe that, awesome. I mean, it's like, and for are people we, who are fully vaxxed, it you should be be like you will likely. I mean, you it's less likely. You're more likely to be okay if you get sick. It's more likely to be mild. It's the people that only have one dose of the vaccine that are supposedly most like can get really sick still. And that, mm. that's you know, and obviously if you don't have if you're not vaccinated at all. But it's super contagious, and they still don't know exactly how it's spreading and affecting people who are vaccinated. So, yeah, it's, we're not quite out so, of the woods. So the the most recent thing I saw was like so far, it doesn't look any more severe. If you yes. get it, it looks it looks basically it has the same patterns that it's always had in terms of severity. Right. Um, but uh, it is way more contagious. This is not um, this is not good because for me, two weeks after my second shot, I was outside with my mask in my hand and on my face, like the sound of music spinning around. Yeah, I, know, was, right? I was like, yes. <laughs> so, I mean, it is it is like overwhelmingly the people who are needing to like go to the doctor or like be in a hospital for for the virus are people who aren't vaccinated at all, who haven't had yeah. a single shot. So it's like overwhelmingly like. So far, all the data is suggesting that, like, if you're vaccinated, you've got your two shots, you've got your two, you know, two weeks and you're like post all that stuff that it seems highly effective against the Delta variant. It's highly unlikely. It is like highly impossible, but it's highly unlikely. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, so far, it's it seems. Yeah, you know. Maybe okay, but yeah, like California is talking about masking indoors again and that sort of stuff, even if you're vaccinated and stuff like that. So it remains yeah. to be seen. It's a lot so of not, lot of we're data. We're not quite out of the woods yet. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a weird it's a weird time to yes. live. To, you know, right? We now. are not giving medical advice. I've been reading no, a lot of contracts not. and law stuff. No, lately, but you should so get vaccinated. I just want to remind people. That you should get vaccinated. We are not giving, but medical, we are not advice. giving medical advice. This is not medical advice. Are, I am not a lawyer nor a we doctor. We are not doctors. So we are not doctors or lawyers. get vaccinated. But yes, get vaccinated. For Perfect. Just to, to be a good citizen. Also, you can't listen to this program if you're anti-vaccinations. <laughs> I ban you. I think you've said this before, Keithley. <laughs> It'll work. They'll self-select out. <laughs> they probably have already self-selected out. I'm just saying. Anyway. What else so has been on going on, note, y'all? What, I haven't talked to y'all in a while. It's been a minute. I think I might go to ElixirConf. Oh, yeah. Where's ElixirConf this year? Austin. It's in oh, Austin. In, in, the, in the original Lone Star. It's at the Norris Center, which is everybody's favorite it's, venue. Like, take, Wait, isn't that like the, outside? Is that in Austin? Uh, it's, it's like suburb. Sure. Suburban In a way that I live in Chattanooga, which is to say I don't because I live outside the, <laughs> the city limits. But, you but know. You're going to go to ElixirConf. I think I want to. Yeah. It's when just, is it again? Is it still August? It's in August sometime, I think. I don't even know the dates. I might submit a talk, but that feels like a lot of work. 
Yeah, I don't think I'm doing any speaking for the remainder of the year. That's kind of how I feel. I think I'm taking a break for the rest of the year from speaking. I gave a talk. I don't don't feel motivated enough to to put together a talk. I gave a talk at a meetup a few nights ago. In D.C. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? Uh, yes, yeah, DC Elixir. That was super fun. Sunday asked me to come uh, and talk about the, the blog post that I wrote, and that was super fun. And was a nice sort of like, oh yeah, meetup meetup talks are fun. Like you, you know, very low, like much lower risk. <laughs> it's like lower <laughs> lower effort required, yes, and it's like true. more sort of conversational. So that was cool. That was that was fun. That's awesome. So Keith Lee, I want to talk yeah. about your strong feelings Uh-oh. about. Copilot. Oh, you're talking about Copilot? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. That thing can can go to hell. Uh, yeah. I, I saw your know. Twitter. A, I saw your Twitter. We have a I, we created a company policy. It's just frustrating. That nobody's allowed to use it. Yeah. So, like, here's the thing. There's a really, really good article. I love it when Keith Lee starts sentences with "Here's the thing." I'm just here's the thing. That. Uh, <laughs> Copilot is not real. I've given it's it a lot a of thing. thought. Uh, <laughs> No, what's really That's clear is that GitHub got in a hammock. Someone, some, some machine learning boy at, at GitHub got in a hammock <laughs> and was like, I've given a lot of thought, and I'm pretty sure that software licenses aren't a thing. <laughs> and then just decided to move forward because machine learning... Machine learning is really like factorio. Like, machine learning requires data for the machine learning. <laughs> like, um, And much like factorio, it takes... A, a lot of GPUs to be able to run it correctly, like quickly. Right. But I don't know. Like, do you want to explain what we're talking about? You want to explain what Copilot is? Do you think there's a single person out there who doesn't know what Copilot is at this point? We should explain, explain it. it. Explain it, Amos. Me? Yes. Sure. Uh, Copilot is your AI pair programmer, and it the AI was trained. By going through open source software, a lot of it is GPL too. So um, we're going to get into that, but just just without your yeah. bias, what is, it, your, what is it? Yeah, it's just yeah. it's like an autocomplete for your code. Yes. So you type in something like uh, "add" as a function name, and it tries to fill in the function with exactly what you need in lines of code, and apparently is. Um, pretty scary whenever you start typing and it like knows exactly what your function that you wanted with just the words i think you can um, type including like, i don't i don't yes go ahead sorry including like like writing up all the code that you need to call out to external apis yeah that's see i i don't even like it when my email tries to autocomplete even when it's doing <laughs> the right thing like i don't even like that when google's like you know, look forward to hearing I, from you. I'm like, don't tell me what I'm going to say. Like, I, I'm just going to sure, say I it. Google. I hate that. So <laughs> I, I definitely it. don't want something auto-completing my code I, for I, me. It's kind of, I it's always, cute, right? I, I always tab it in and let it, like, complete it. And then I go back and change, like, little words around. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> But it very knows cute. me so well. It's really crazy. It's the, the whole AI is very cute. And all the examples are very cute. Like, you can type fizzbuzz and it'll fill out fizzbuzz for you in any language. You can type... Uh, you know, Fibonacci and it'll write recursive Fibonacci algorithms for you and crap like that. But it's not magic. It's a freaking neural net. That's all it is. It's it's GPT-3 fed with millions and millions and millions of lines of source code. And it's important to note, which I don't think you stated explicitly, but it's important to note that GitHub wrote this thing 
in conjunction with Microsoft people. Right. So, like, that is an important thing to keep in mind. Uh, and it's important because... Well, GitHub is not Microsoft, yes? Yes, absolutely. But it, I just, I think they've they've attempted to, to keep those brands very separated. Like, they don't want you to know that GitHub is owned by Microsoft <laughs> um, in a lot of ways. Like, they really try to act like GitHub's not owned by Microsoft, and it's like it's a, it's, its wholly owned thing. Or a wholly whatever. owned subsidiary. Yeah, but, like... That's not clearly not the case anymore. But I don't know. My the whole thing is so it's like such a cute toy little like I don't know, like I don't get it. I don't get why this is great. And I guess it's cuz I'm not some hacker news or in shirt wearing startup bro who needs to be crushing it all the time and just just only concerned with shipping or some crap like that. I'm like I this is not the thing that I needed in my life. But I'm also the jackass who still uses Vim on a daily basis and like doesn't use any sort of completion anything. So it's like I guess I'm the one doing it wrong. But I don't know. Like it's, it's not it's not the same as like an autocomplete of functions that are within your own application. I no, mean, no, it's and code, the fact that it right? was and it's trained. It's, yeah, legally it might be fine that it uses the GPL. Like if you go read the GPL license, but I'm pretty sure that anybody like. Yeah, I think this you might have said this too is anybody who is who has put out code under GPL did not anticipate the use case and I and I understand like you put out something for free you never know who's going to use it or how they're going to use it and it's really hard to license against certain uses right like somebody can use it for bad things but I so we made it against the rule uh, like we made a policy like you cannot use copilot at binary noggin on any of our code because I also don't want GPL code ending up in my application by accident, yeah. which you could, unless you're going to go back and check every autocomplete that it does. And who's realistically going to do that? Totally. And yes, they say it's like 0.1% of the time that it might give you, but still like you are building on the back of an intellectual property that was licensed in such a way that if you built on the back of that intellectual property, then you had to give back to if you're using Copilot, as far as I'm concerned. The spirit of the of the GPL, not necessarily what the GPL says. Yeah, I mean, so I think that's the thing. All right, all right. So let, let's be clear. Let's just just state the world real quick. So Copilot is a neural net chained. Uh, it's trained on whatever subset of GitHub's uh, repos that they deemed were permissible, which is to say anything that was public. The most the funniest thing about this whole thing about that whole thing is that. There's like a part of the FAQ, which is like, what do we train this on? And we and they basically says something like, well, the ML community has decided that anything that we can W get is totally fair use. Uh, and so we've we've t- just decided that that was fine. I thought that so, was hilarious. Wait, wait a second. So that means that if I have code out there that's open source, yes. but all rights reserved, like I just put it out there for informational purposes, then they can utilize that. Well, you put choice. it on GitHub. So yeah, you gave so. up your rights to like. Well, that may be true. I should go read the EULA. I mean, you, I mean, get, you time- here's the thing. Don't be naive. You, if you put your crap on GitHub, GitHub's going to do whatever the hell they want with it. It's GitHub's code at that point. Like, I, well, yeah. They're, they're, I, and especially I, if you're doing it for free and you didn't pay them money, you know, and all that sort of stuff. Like, you you give up your rights. Like, we we can't be naive about this. They're a company. You knew the bed. You should have known the beds you were you know you were getting into when you got into it. It doesn't mean that you can't be frustrated, which is where I currently live. But it does mean that, like, your frustration has to be tempered with the fact that it's like, this is kind of your fault. <laughs> like, like you gave them your code. 
Um, and, and, but and where do we where do we go? Like, do if we are against Copilot? Well, hang on. Let's let's do talk we also about, like let's, remove everything from GitHub. Let's talk about the let's talk <laughs> about the problem here, right? So okay, for me, okay, sorry, it's like you you. So they've trained this this neural net on a bunch of various open source applications. You don't get to know necessarily because they're not going to just tell you. And on top of that, everyone th- there's this thing with neural nets where it's like neural nets are just matrices with weights, right? Like this is math. Right. And so, but there's this sort of infamous thing of like, well, neural nets are a black box and you just can't possibly know what's happening inside of them. And that, and to some degree, that is true. That is like a problem with neural nets and debugging them is like, you don't really know how it arrived at the conclusions that it arrived at. But everybody's using that as an excuse to basically be like, well, it's impossible to know where the answers are coming from, whether it's GPL license code or not. That, you know, so I guess we just can't know because it's a neural net just throwing up their hands and being like, well, it's impossible to know. It's just an unknowable thing. And it was machine learning, which is obviously, uh, you know, the outcome of machine learning is that it's good by default because it's machine learning. It's cool. Right. And so, like, there's that there sort of so aspect many problems it. with that statement. Like, this, this but, is the... but on top of that, any code that they use that was licensed at all requires attribution. Right. There's no possible way to attribute. Unless anyone. they've decided that they just don't care. That well, and that's what they've done is they've decided that they well, super it, just don't care, and they're big enough that 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 no one can stop them. What they were saying was it's less than point one percent of the time that it actually uses a chunk of code big enough to worry about attribution because it combines from all different uh, from a lot of different sources. So it's only point one percent of the time that it's even a recognizable block of code. Is he a full robot to you? Yeah, me too. Yeah, Amos, yeah. you're in and out until yeah, your your internet's have, bad, dog. I have bad. Yep. Yeah. Yes, you have. Yep. You sound That's like no good. this. I'm going to keep talking uh, while you fix your it, internet it, problem. It, 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 it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> um, so I, I think part of it, though, is that, yeah, so it will copy stuff verbatim about 0.1% of the time. That said, so there's a really, really good article someone wrote and explained, I think, very very succinctly and uh, simply why, for all intents and purposes, nothing that, that GitHub's doing really is going to violate GPL. Part of that is because, to be quite frank, like... GPL never anticipated that anybody was going to like harvest all this source code, run it through a uh, effect, uh, you know, a laundry machine <laughs> and then, and then spit it back out again. Like no one anticipated that, that was going to happen. And so they didn't like cover that, that specific clause or that usage or whatever. But even the stuff that they're saying, like 0.1% of the time it will return, like the chunk of code it will turn. They're, able to detect that and tell you as the user that that's what's happening and and the stuff that it tends to to like at least according to their own white paper the stuff that it is tending to return that it's copied verbatim is stuff that is kind of universally like verbatim like like it's copying a lot of like header type stuff or like a lot of sort of like preamble that like everyone is copied, right? That everyone's using, or it's using an algorithm like FizzBuzz that is so well understood that it's, it would be impossible to say like, you can't GPL license the, the FizzBuzz algorithm. Like 
because everybody's written that same algorithm, right? Right. So that's the kind of stuff that it tends to return in 0.1% of cases. And so basically they made a very strong argument, I think persuasively, that it's not gonna violate GPL. And I'm willing to say it probably doesn't violate GPL. That said, I'm still super frustrated about it. And for me, this is not about like the legal rate repercussions of whether or not they're like sticking to the letter of the law of GPL licenses or any open source licenses. Like I don't write a bunch of open source software and publish libraries so that a for-profit billion dollar company or more can harvest it and launder it through some freaking neural net and then turn it into things that make revenue for them. In the same way that I don't care that what Amazon does by grabbing people's open source projects, ripping them apart, and then like stuffing them back together as a for-profit service that they then offer, thus like ripping off the people who actually tried to build that stuff and build a company out of it and still provide open source software to people. Amazon's a bunch of sleazebags. Like, and, and as far as I'm concerned, like, sure, what they're doing is probably legal in terms of like, well, the GPL says that we can do the, you know these things, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, that doesn't make you right. It doesn't make you not a scumbag. And well, I think I we think, just saw, you know, the letter of the law, like the <laughs> with the current recent news events in general, just like how, you know, technicalities allow people to. Yeah. OK. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, yes. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's it's like I don't feel like GitHub is any better uh, than Amazon in this case. It's like you're still just laundering code. And you're laundering a bunch of code for purposes that those people really didn't intend it to be used for and probably would have a problem with. And not really with attribution to the people who did the work, right? Like, well, and I'm sure and they're going to be fairly like, compensated, though. I'm sure they're, oh, yeah, they're going to, you know, definitely. super going to be fairly compensated definitely. from all those, from that's that billion the, dollar company. <laughs> that's the pre-problem, right, is is where all this code came from. And then you, wh- what about the post-problem? Like, who owns the code that comes out of that? And because... As much as I think that copyright around code is super weird anyway, like if everybody is using like a, a large portion of people are using this copilot, they a large portion are probably gonna end up with blocks of code that look like exactly the same. And then and then where do we go? And then people get dependent on it too and they don't improve algorithms. So if we have we have all kinds of problems. But also like that if there are that. bugs or if there are like like who's, you know, like or security incidents. Or security incidents that then are shared across, you know. How many yeah. different companies? Do I now get to sue GitHub if we have a security no. thing because Copilot no. dropped it in? No, nope. they're going to be very, they've, they're very clear. They already have like it. a caveat. They're basically like, we did all this stuff and it writes code for you. But also this code could contain bugs and security, like security vulnerability, whatever. They should take no responsibility. So it's like yeah. use at your own risk. Oh, I mean, they're taking um, no responsibility for any of this. Let's be yes. clear. And it's really, I'll say the other really upsetting thing is to see all the like JavaScript uh, thought leaders, you know, being like, this is the future. And I'm like, screw you. Like, (laughs) like that. Well, that's because NPM, like, look how many modules there are. They have written all of the possible JavaScript you can write. I shouldn't be surprised that JavaScript (laughs) people are really like believe this is the future. Cause since when have those people considered the ramifications of their actions? Like, it's like since when have those people considered the outcomes? I don't understand. Those people. Uh, just JavaScript people <laughs> generally. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> since when have those people been like, Hmm, maybe I shouldn't do this. 
<laughs> you just alienated 80% of developers exactly. right now. <laughs> Fine. You totally did. I and th- I am I it's it's super frustrating to me so, to basically be like, oh, the people who are worried about this are just just can't get up with the times and don't understand I've, the change of the wind. I'm like, no, you're allowed to be frustrated about this. Like you right, have I've every right idea. to be frustrated about this and should be frustrated about this to some degree. Let's take all literature that's ever been in the public domain create the same thing but for writing stories like all non all fiction and then we will all be fiction authors and you just start out with like a word or two and then let it complete your book and sell it as yours like you wrote that's it called right GPT-3. aren't you an au- you're an author at that point right yeah, that's literally called gpt3 <laughs> It's been Person. done, I guess. I, I, yeah. Well, I just I, the other part of that po- that that blog post that I think is funny is that they there's which blog a, post are you talking I, about? The one that sort of made an argument. I'll link to it. I, I'm trying to remember. I'll find it and tell you what the exact title is in just a second. But they made a very compelling argument for why this is all totally legal. Totally buy it. Totally understand that argument. And I think if that's if that's what you're concerned about, then you have nothing to be concerned about. I think they made a very very strong argument for like why this is all totally fine. I, the, the thing that is funny is like, they've had a throwaway line and now, and I'm being real nitpicky about this blog post, but there's a throwaway line in there that says people used to use a GPL, but, but it's not permissive enough. And so now people tend to use licenses like MIT so that other people can take advantage of it in any sort of situation. And so ML researchers can use their code as a data set. And it's it's like and they basically say the spirit of open source is to share this code so that ML researchers can do whatever they want with it. And I was like, I actually, no, I take issue with that. <laughs> I take issue with that as the as part of the spirit of open source. Right. I did not sign up for I do not publish libraries for the benefit of the poor ML researchers. Won't anyone think of the poor ML researcher who just needs data to train with? Think of the plight of the poor ML researcher making $150,000 a year to play Factorio with their GPU. Oh no, who will think of the ML researchers? Who will consider them? When they came for the ML researchers, I said nothing. You know, like that, that, that's the vibe. And it's like, that's not why I work on open source. I don't work on open source so you can like harvest my data to use for whatever purposes you want. I mean, I think that's that the want. thing that kind of, the, 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 uh, the thing that is frustrating to me and a little bit worries me is the general movement forward with something like Copilot is the threat to like the spirit of open source, right? And like why it was created in the first place, right? Mm-hmm. Or like so much so many amazing things have come out of it because of the, again, not like the legality, but like the spirit of the community, right? And like mm-hmm. what, what, what the intent versus like whatever legal ramifications there might exist for, for working in open source, right? And I feel like this it might actually be a huge like drawback for anybody who wants to work in open source, right? It's like disincentivizes or at least demotivates, right? The desire to like put stuff out there. And it's it's one of the, like I've talked to Fred about this before where Fred has said- um, Fred had not, some good tweets the other day. It's not funny. kiddingly. You know I mean? Fred has said not in a, not a joking way that he's like, I, I seriously want to GPL all my code because it scares away people from using it except unless people are really serious about using it and they have to like go engage a lawyer. Like, well, if all that code can just get laundered through some 
you know, neural net somewhere and we throw up our hands as an industry and say, well, machine learning is totally fine because uh, it's machine learning. I mean, first of all, machine learning, it's not Bitcoin, like cryptocurrency bad in terms of net negative for the entire world. But like <laughs> machine learning has done uh, a lot of harm, unchecked, severe yeah. harm to the world. Yes. And basically everyone justifies it by saying, well, it's machine learning, though. We have machine learning. So it must it must be good. And it's like, yeah, but you're like, but when does the code become racist? Like, you know, Which it mean? already like, has been proven to be, right, in yes. many scenarios, like code that's being used in, like, the judicial system, which we know is, you know, fair and adequate in this country, right? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. obviously. And proven, proven, proven so. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not making any comments. I'm just going to let you guys make all the political stuff. And I'm just going to sit and smile. I just, I, I guess my, my bigger point is just, like, <laughs> machine learning, like, 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 uh, friend of the show, Mitch, was talking about literally made that comment of like, yeah, but when does the co- when does Copilot become racist? And it's like, who's to say it's not already? I saw that. Um, and well, and I think that's a, like I think a bigger question about that all of this ML stuff is like, you know, it's like I, I I don't know if either of you have read a book called The Short History of Progress, but by Ron, it's like the sociologist named Ronald Wright, I think that's the other. Anyway, it talks about how like we think progress is good always, but that's not the case. Right. Progress mm-hmm. very quickly can become bad. You know, we went from like building able to build fire to like steel to gunpowders to the atomic bomb. Right. Mm-hmm. Like at some point that progress is not good for the world. And so with the AI, like I think that's just a pattern of it being just throwing up our hands and saying, well, it's ML, it's good. And leaving it unchecked is actually really scary for like just general implications on and and it could and the notion that it's it, it has the ability to the, be good the, mm-hmm. the false the false premise that it is an unknowable outcome yes that that it, it just wasn't it's not possible to know how it arrives at these answers and thus it can't really be wrong there's like this sort of excusability yeah, of AI of AI results where they basically go well you know it's just it, we can't know I mean here's the thing all we did was train it on this very specific set of data that we got. Which I think so, is like it's like know. it's like intent versus impact, and it's like well, no, the intent actually doesn't matter. The impact is what matters, and so like that's like yeah. not 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 an okay argument, so, right? So I'm curious, like if you trained it on on something, and maybe it doesn't have a specific thing piece of code in it, mm-hmm. but it ends up writing matching some code that wasn't even part of its training set. Does that a copyright violation? Like if. Probably if, not. You know what? What is that? If I have a thousand monkeys Probably typing not. and they type out Shakespeare, right? It, then have they violated? Well, you can't violate Shakespeare yeah, copyright because okay. it was too long ago. But you know what I mean. Like, have they violated a copyright then? Uh, I I don't think I I have to imagine that what it's outputting is so. First of all, like I haven't seen a single a, a single compelling example of this yet. Outside of toys, I've only seen, and I, I part of that's because it's like only available to Microsoft and GitHub employees at the moment, or like, you know, thought leaders, uh, or whatever. <laughs> and so, I don't think I, you could say that phrase with more disdain, briefly. No one's, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one has shown me literally a single compelling argument for why this is this is more than a toy. It's like I don't care that it can autocomplete Fibonacci. Like, I don't care that it can autocomplete FizzBuzz. That's not interesting to me. 
And so no one show me anything that's be- beyond toy level. Beyond that, I have to admit, I, I, I very much suspect that what it's outputting is tends to be wrong or like slightly off and you're going to want to change it anyway. And if it happens to wander into some, some existing thing, I don't think there's any way to prove it. I don't think there's any way to prove that your intent was no, to agree. like copy that thing. I like, or that, and you obviously can't prove that the algorithm's intent was to copy that thing, but that's right. part of the problem is it's just an algorithm. It's just a bunch of dumb numbers that are, you know, determine an outcome. So I don't know. The, it's the yeah the premise they started with of pulling in all the open source code. That's where that's where I'm like, mm, unless people gave you permission, like that's not. I don't think the intention. So apparently it works on Elixir. So that means that they what is they got they got two Chris's and a Jose worth of code shoved in there. <laughs> There's at least two Chris's, probably more. Uh, yeah, but I mean. I, I imagine it works with Elixir, which which means statistically speaking, some amount of code that I've written helped to train that piece of crap. Like that's just statistically <laughs> there, there can't be that much Elixir on GitHub. You know what right. I mean? So statistically speaking, some of my code probably ended up training that thing. Yeah, totally. Yep. Also, while we're on the subject, let's talk about a very practical problem, a very, very practical problem. I've seen a lot of the Elixir code on GitHub. <laughs> you think the formatter is bad? Woof. Like I don't want to put that I don't want I don't want uh, that's not that's not the exemplar we should be using. <laughs> this is what like you want breathe. in your this is what you want in your repo. You think these are good suggestions? I'm here to tell you I don't trust it. <laughs> oh man. I mean, I think that's like just a larger issue is if it's pulling in a bunch of like random open source projects, right? Like how many open source half-baked, unfinished thought experiment projects are there on GitHub that isn't like code you would ever want to use in a production level system? Yeah. Most of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's what I'm like, saying. That's what I'm saying. There are very popular Elixir libraries that are half-baked. Let's be clear on that. <laughs> Look, stay I off love my y'all. GitHub. I, I, stay off of my GitHub account, Chris. I love the, I GitHub. love this community. I love being a part of it. It's great. But also, I've seen a lot of that code, y'all. <laughs> like some of that stuff's not finished. And some of it's like, I don't want this to be I don't this is not the pattern. I mean, imagine if here's the thing. I think I might be the only person who publishes like open source libraries who doesn't use the formatter, which means that most of their code is using the formatter. And then what if it like looks at that and goes, yes, all functions need line breaks uh, for all the arguments. Is that what you want to be putting in your, in your, in your repo? I don't think so. <laughs> I've seen some of that nonsense. Uh, <laughs> you don't want that. So that's like uh, on top of like whatever sort of societal ramifications may come out of this copilot thing i do not i do not believe that it's gonna be all that i do not believe the efficacy of it yet no one's shown me that that's that that's true well yeah that's a that's a big open question right here's what i i want a documentation copilot though i want it to look at my code and just write documentation (laughs) i have one of those it's called my it's called my brain (laughs) <laughs> no, I don't want to have to type it. 
Yeah, it's called not being lazy, I guess. I don't know. Oh. Like, oh. it's called not believing that computers can solve all of our problems. Which is why we have brains. Yes. Human beings, as it turns out, are actually pretty good. Like, the, the, the least discerning human being is more discerning than a computer. This is true. So, you know... Let that sink in it. for a second. <laughs> I was going to start a new consultancy totally based on Copilot. You just type in the name of your project and it writes it for also, you. Also, I'm pretty sure they like <laughs> Sherlocked a company doing this. Isn't there like some other AI GitHub repo oh, open source yeah. machine learning I have no company? Idea. Yeah, it's called like Tab9 or Nine Tabs or some crap like that. I think it also uses Stack Overflow. They they pull stuff from Stack Overflow and then train their oh, models gosh, based that's on worse Stack than Overflow. GitHub. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. No, go look this up. Someone, someone, verify this for me. I think it's called like, oh my god, it's gosh. not Plan Nine. That's a different thing. But it's you know, it's it's like Nine Tabs or Tab Tab Nine or something. Tab Eleven. I don't know. It's it's like Tab and a number. But it's AI. Oh, no. It's an AI assisted code review tool or code generation or something like that. So I'm pretty sure um, GitHub like Sherlocked this anyway. Tab nine. Tab nine? Is that what it is? Yep. Oh man. The word, not the number. Oh, it totally is. I wonder where they trained this. No, anyway. I think they use Stack Overflow amongst other oh, sources. Oh god. Because that's a good um tool. Where was that bot? Wasn't there a, like a bot? Or like a VS Code plugin that would just grab answers from Stack Overflow and then oh, jam them into your code? I think that's, that's a real thing want. too. That's definitely what you want. There's a VS Code plugin for everything. Isn't there like a Tamagotchi VS a VS Code plugin? I don't know. It takes me back to being like five years old. Oh, we don't have to worry about it. Tab nine is uh, it, it opens up originally to JavaScript and then Java. So we we already know that like you can't listen to JavaScript programmers. I've heard that from Keithley. So there therefore. <laughs> I mean, you can listen to them the if you want to. statements are mildly <laughs> problematic. Oh, man. They're meant for entertainment purposes, not for reality. Uh-huh. Sorry. <laughs> but I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just that it's the, the mentality of very specific uh, thought leaders, taught leaders who happen to also be JavaScript, JavaScript boys who are very like this is the future you if you if you're not if you can't see how this is the future you're just dumb or whatever and it's like that mentality that constant like there's there's got to be something better don't even worry about the ramifications of that is uh <laughs> is annoying what are you laughing at i don't know amos's comments <laughs> I'm I'm back channeling. Yeah, yeah, your conversation. About you. hey, listen, listen, if you want to say something about me, coward, you can say it to my face. <laughs> you want it recorded? Sure. <laughs> I don't care. I don't uh, even know what you said. I, I, I go I on said, "Do Not Disturb." He during said this that program. people people call you a thought leader. And so, oh God! You know. Just so you know, <laughs> stop it. Just so you know. I just want to let you know. <laughs> I've I've heard you referred to as a thought leader, so. He definitely has thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> Keith Lee definitely has strong opinion. He, he's not lacking in strong opinions. That's why I like people with strong opinions. Me too. Yep. I'm sort of more like a thought tour guide. Tour guide. Okay, stop. Nope. I don't really lead you anywhere. Nope. I just show you some sites. Nope. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I walk around at conferences and I'm like, with my flag, 
as I walk around showing you the various sites. I'm giving you like, a flag for the next time you here now? Is everybody staying with me? Everybody, or now as we're coming up here. This is called Design by Contract. <laughs> no, we have to this stop. This is the room where they pipe into case statements. We're not going to go in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> this, is, this is a special circle of hell reserved for people who pipe into case statements <laughs> and talk at the theater. <laughs> Yeah, the only people worse than the people talking at the theater are the people who get on a phone call at the theater. The people who pipe into case statements are the same people who like uh, are the people who ask questions at the end of a talk that are like, "Well, actually, um, you see, you're wrong about this part of it, and I don't know if you know that, but those are the people who pipe into case statements." All right, all right, y'all. I have to jump. All right, this was hilarious. It was lovely Uh, to see your faces. Y'all should keep going. Missed you, Anna. Yeah, I'll talk to y'all soon. Well, I don't think I can keep going. All My right. cheeks hurt. Okay. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Have a good one. Bye. See ya. See you, Keithley. Later.